Welcome to a brand new edition of the Swift Kicks podcast. I'm Alex. My co-host is Ben. Ben, where you been? I don't know, man. Where you been? Dude, I don't know. Must have been a weird time shift continuum kind of thing. But the main thing that matters is that we're here right now. And looks like the dark clouds are lifting over Tyneside. Can you believe it? Newcastle United beating Man City 2-1. Amazing stuff. Yeah, Man City are a bit crap. Um, so I didn't get too excited, but you know, I don't know how a Newcastle United who can barely pull off one point against a team like Burnley end up pulling one over on Man City. But you know what? It's it's what dreams are made of. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. I mean, if you look at like the stat lines, it's like we haven't won a game against Man City in the Premier League for like 22 games, something absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and we had two shots on target yesterday. Both of them went in, and that's all that matters, kids. You can't <laughs> you can't score if you don't right. shoot. Uh, and then, you know, there's also Rafa Benitez, once a red, always a red, question mark. You know, he's, he's helped out Liverpool greatly in the title race. Uh, essentially, they can easily pull away now, sort of set themselves on another level from Man City. Um, but, uh, you know, they got a lot of work to do, and Man City also has a lot of work to try and play catch-up. They got a good couple of games coming up. And you see uh, our favorite Bond villain, uh, Jurgen Klopp, <laughs> is saying that he can't even enjoy the Premier League because of the pressure of a title race. Yeah, I know. He's he's more worried about, like, stealing the moon or something. But, uh, yeah, I think I think Liverpool, it's their season now. You know, they, they can't have a, a slippy G kind of moment. Um, they really just need to get down to business and, and win the league. Yeah, I think they, they're they in a great position to strike. Um, but I, again, man, the way this season's been kind of panning out, they don't have an easy run at it. Um, you know, they're United coming up in three weeks, and I think United are in a good form at United. I did want to point out, Newcastle almost beat City away this year, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I don't think we lost like, too badly, if that's what you mean. <laughs> no, it was 2-1, like, but it was like an 88-minute goal or something like that, where you yeah. guys were like, looked amazing, and I remember we were like, nah, we, you guys have just been getting unlucky, and yeah. uh, turns out that wasn't the case, but you had their number all along. I mean, yep. you guys are out of the danger zone, you're in 14th place, you gotta like how you're sitting right now, um, I think 24 points at this point is not... You know, phenomenal, but you guys could catch the top 10 with, uh, you know, by the end of the season, which would be pretty impressive having been, you know, 19th at one point. Yeah, I mean, you, you think about where we've been. It's been very much a roller coaster kind of season. Uh, what we need to do now is focus, you know, comes down to these last, what are we, we probably got about 15 games left, really. Uh, you right. need to really just focus in, make sure you definitely win all your home games. Uh, realistically, we get three, four more wins. We should be safe. Um, and then, you know, with the news that we're finally going to sign a couple new players, it looks like maybe even break our transfer record for this guy, uh, Miguel Almiron from Atlanta United, uh, break an MLS transfer fee as well. Uh, 24-year-old from, from we're Paraguay. We're excited about an MLS transfer? Yeah, supposed to be one of the uh, top prospects from South America. So. Yeah, I- I guess he did just win the MLS. It's not like he was mid-table. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, but it, what's interesting is it's it's going to break. You reportedly going to be at least twenty million to get him out, and that's more than the uh, previous record that we had, which I think was like fifteen million for uh, for Michael Owen. Michael Owen is the last person that we've spent that much money on. <laughs> so I think Martin actually got a new girlfriend. Yeah. She is letting him, she's motivating him to spend money. We got yeah. a gold digger, guys. No, I think what's happening is he's realized that he's trying to sell up and he can't sell up if we go down to the championship. So definitely got to put in a little bit of money to make some money. Um, but hopefully he works out for us, you know. There's going to be a lot of that coming up in this next week. You know, a lot of new players in the Prem and stuff like that. But for us, this Dude, is real. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's good you guys are spending money, but I'm sorry. Spending money in the MLS is like Christmas shopping at like a thrift store. Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Yeah, um, but it's Mike Ashley we are talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what a cheap guy. That's yeah. funny. Now, you know, you mentioned Liverpool briefly. They do actually have quite an easy run. I don't know who made Liverpool's schedule, but apart from Bayern Munich and kind kind of Man United because you never know who you're going to get. Yeah. you got, like, Leicester, West Ham, Bournemouth coming up. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> why, are you, why are you stressing? Uh, yeah. I think, you know, they're going to play um, – when they they'll beat Leicester and at that point they'll be six points ahead of the table, uh, like you were suggesting. My question is, who are going to be the bottom three in the league, and will Fulham break the goals conceded record? Well, I saw they got a good win, uh, but yeah, they might. I mean, you, you know, you cut them. Got Huddersfield is definitely. I mean, they're they're gone. You know, uh, they just have been absolutely poor all season long. I mean, to have sit on 11 points right now, that's, that's absolutely shocking. Um, Fulham that unless they, something drastically changes with their goal difference, that uh, there's nothing going to change there either. Um, I've kind of been looking at crystal palace, Southampton and Cardiff as the other three teams that could face that drop zone. Um, I do think that Newcastle are fine now I mean showing that grit that we had against you know to get a when you're pulling out wins against Man City usually that means you can pull out something else you know to to be fine Um, Burnley have also been fairly resilient against other teams you know they just got a draw against Manchester United um, and they looked like the better team for 75 minutes at least Um, Crystal Palace they were just one of those teams that you just it's almost like a man. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes they could be world beaters. Sometimes they're just absolutely terrible. Um, and then Southampton have kind of been consistently poor. So you got a little bit of a mini table going on there. I think Fulham and Huddersfield are definitely going to be out. And then there's three or four teams kind of vying to stay out of that know, last spot. Fulham could be kind of even in the conversation. 53 goals, man. About halfway through the season, just a little over, I think. Yeah. I, I just... Dude, the record's 100. I think they could catch it. I really yep. hope someone just thrashes them. And I know yeah. someone, all one of you, because there's only one person in the world that's ever a Fulham fan, that's the <laughs> quota, is sitting there like, shut up, dude. Like, this is <laughs> year. We're going to make it out. No. Yeah. You're done. You're yep. out. I think Cardiff City are going to get out of that bottom three. I think Southampton are going to uh, be kind of, not a disappointment, but are going to kind of dwindle with them. Um, yeah. 
it's it's been kind of a shocking year. I think uh, the fact that Burnley are doing they're in fifteenth is surprising me, mainly because they've conceded forty five goals. Like, yeah. How do you concede forty five goals and still stay out of that bottom three? And at the same time, like Huddersfield haven't actually conceded that many compared to Fulham's uh, fifty three and Cardiff yep. City's uh, forty six. But you know the goal difference is there no matter what. Um, yep. It's it's about putting points away at times too. So yeah. I think you know the table's probably shaped up the best it is. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. The second coming is back. Oliver <laughs> Sochar is probably the best thing to happen to Man United in a long time. Yeah. Are they yeah. going to be a top four team? Can they get in the mix? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think they missed a real opportunity in that game against Burnley to take away three points and, you know, it would have been put them essentially tied for fourth and fifth. Um, But they're definitely within the conversation still right now. I think that, you know, Champions League football is very well attainable for them. Uh, Solskjaer has just, he's just changed the team. He's just made them believe again in themselves. And he's, you know, he's a, he's a player's coach. He was a player and he, he knows what is expected in a locker room and stuff. And he knows that he's got players that are better than him when he was a player, you know, uh, some of them are world beaters and he's just, he's just letting them play. Yeah. Solskjaer was like the the best, you need a goal in the 89th minute, bring them on kind of player. Uh, but, but you know, the, the squad that he has. Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't get, he literally did everything you and I said we would as a Man United coach. He yeah. said, okay, we've got Paul Pogba and we have Fellaini. And I'm going to play Fellaini over Pogba because Pogba's kind of got kind of a diva. Yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, a know it all. We all blamed Pogba. But at the same time, like, he didn't do anything about it. He literally benched Fellaini, didn't play Fellaini for like eight games. Won every single game. Like, yeah. is that a coincidence? No. That's just yep. exactly what we were talking about. He needed to play the players that were going to perform for him, and then he needed to let them have some freedom. One thing he, yep. uh, Solskjaer did do that I'm not sure I necessarily agree with, but I don't disagree with, is he's been playing Lukaku barely any. And he's given yeah. Rashford the reins and Lingard the reins, these young players to go out there and have fun with it. And it's been super exciting. You know, it, it does beg the question of you're, you know, you're the Blazer family uh, four or five months from now. Are, are you looking for a new coach or have you found him? Yeah, I mean, it, the thing is, it's Man U. So, it, you know, it's a, it's a well-respected club and everything. So they are going to attract whatever top managers are out there in the summer. You know, the job still technically is open. But that being said, there's, it's not, you know, out of the realm of possibility. It's happened before where a caretaker manager has, has done very well and been given the reins for at least the next year. Um, and that could possibly be what happens, too, is they, they let him go in for a year uh, while they do a full vetted search of the best person that they think they can bring in. 
Um, you know, there's also probably talks of them looking for a, uh, I mean, they already have one sort of, but like a, a football operations manager and stuff. So it sort of takes all that stuff off the plate, uh, of the, of the coach. But I think that Manchester United's a bigger club than Solskjaer is. Um, I think he was a great player of the club. He's been a great steward of the club and he's doing obviously great right now, but I think that they're going to eventually look for that big name to come in as a coach. I, I kind of like, I hear you on that and obviously they're going to get people applying every day. You know, it's, yeah, you know, it's the greatest club in the world, in my opinion, but I'm telling you, man, there's two things going on. One, Solskjaer is actually under contract with the team in Norway, like currently. So <laughs> yeah. he's still technically a coach of this team in Norway. I don't know that uh, Oslo for some reason comes to mind, but yeah. I can't remember. But, so like he is technically still not a Man United coach. He's there as a caretaker manager. I think if he finishes in the top four, he's got this terrible February coming up. But if yeah. he gets some hardware... Why would you not keep him? He's got to be cheap. Yeah. That's money you can be playing, like, you know, spending on players. And not only that, man, you know, Sir Alex Ferguson came up the ranks and, like, worked his way in. It's it's really, like, the, the ultimate Man United story. Like, this guy comes in to just help out, was a player, understands the culture well, wasn't even their best player. He did score one of the most monumental goals in Man United <laughs> Um, but I can't, dude, I, I can't imagine getting rid of him. Like, who cares if he's not, you know, Jurgen Klopp? Like, if he yeah. can compete and can manage the, the guys and stay in that conversation after going through what they were going through, then I don't know why you would want anyone but him kind of taking the reins. It's the most authentic coach you have right now. And I don't ever yeah. think I've seen Solskjaer upset. You ever seen that? <laughs> I can't even picture him, Matt. Which is no, even, uh, even when they were down 2-0 against uh, Burnley and then they came back and they scored the second goal, he was just standing there like emotionless. <laughs> he was just like, right. and, it was, and, and I think even the commentator said it's like he almost expects it because he came from that era of Man United where if he went 2-0 down, you probably knew that you were coming back anyway. Um, right. So, but and I mean, if, yeah, how no, awesome is that? <laughs> like, that's what you need. Like, yeah. We Especially compared enough, to the guy you just had, you know, right. the most emotional gotta, person ever. Right. You gotta have, and not only that, the most like sob story emotional too. Like, oh, woe is me. And now you got yep. this guy that's like, yeah, well, we got this. It's two nil down, eighty fifth minute. And yeah. Can you guys like pull it together? All right, thank you. I'll take this <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that is the most man new thing about this guy. And yeah. He's always kind of laugh. He's got that crooked smile. I don't know. I love him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, if you're going to make another, an argument for him too, you know, it's like the, the club needs stability in that role. They haven't had it since Sir Alex left. Um, you kind of had a revolving with new managers and they've always been these high profile managers, you know, and, and, it hasn't worked out, obviously, because now you're you're left with him. And I, you know, like you were saying, if you want to make the argument, you know, he's gonna he's gonna win if he does somehow get some sort of hardware or at least takes you back to Champions League. Um, you know, it, it's a results-driven business, and if he's the one getting results, 
Right. Right. Let it yeah, be. Like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. That's kind of like, why would you play Fellini? Yeah. And also, like, I was talking to someone, <laughs> and they were like, so you're telling me that this guy's a genius because he's playing the best player in the world that wasn't being played. And I was like, yep. yes, <laughs> I fully believe in that and think that is probably the most important thing you need to know. Those of you that don't know, real quick, Solskjaer pretty much saved Man United in the Champions League World, uh, Champions League World, Champions League final in, two, in 1999. Man U were down uh, two, uh, 1-0 with like stoppage time on the clock. They won a corner, and up comes, um, what's his name, Peter, oh, I can't remember his name now. His son's a keeper now. Who am I thinking of? Peter Schmeichel. Yeah, Peter Schmeichel comes up. Ball's put into play. I thought Schmeichel was going to win a header. Teddy Sheringham, of all people, knocks one in. One all. Clock keeps sticking. <laughs> and then, for somehow, Solskjaer scores this goal. And it, it just changed the world, man. Like, yeah. it was one of those games that most Man United moment ever. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. It's, it's one of the most memorable right. football right. memories. What? Uh, also, yeah. his his newest memory, I think he just got rid of Marino Fellaini. He, oh, oh, God. <laughs> he Give this man the keys so, to the club. Like, <laughs> sent him to China. <laughs> that's amazing. He was like, this clearly isn't working out for you. Bye. And yeah. I'm just going to be observant. What's, what's Fellaini's bill? Isn't he like 6'5"? Yeah, he's got to be pretty tall. I don't know. Uh, let's see. But either way, you know, he's 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 six foot four. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's gonna he's gonna fit in well walking around the streets of China. Um, yeah, and and he just signed a new extension uh, this past summer for Man United. So really, kind of just not working out for him at all. <laughs> the Metro.co.uk has. <laughs> has called it the eye-watering deal of the year. I don't oh, know. I'm sure he's going to go right. for something stupid. Right. <laughs> but, like, why? It's not that much. He's going, yeah, he's going for a low amount. It's just, uh, you know, and I mean, like, all right, we give him a lot of stick for his, his time at Man United, but he is, you know, kind of a, an integral part of an what's been a very resurgent uh, Belgian team, you know, very young, talented squad. He's been part of that. Yeah, but but uh, like, to head to China, it seems a bit right, given up on your career. Like, is that because he's getting 18 mil, which I don't think is great, is it? No, I think his original contract with the United was like 27 or 23, something like that. David Moyes. He's getting 180 a week right now. 180,000 a week. And yep. the reason he came in is because what's his name? The old coach. What's his name? The guy that was at Everton. David Moyes. Yeah. Why did, you know, David Moyes brought him in. Yeah. He's doubling his contract. He's getting 9.5 mil. He's going up for 18. If nice. If it works out for him, he'll at least play there. And yeah. I don't know. He's... That's so stupid. He's not even good, man. Good for United, <laughs> though. Like, 
Solskjaer was like, all right, we got to get rid of this guy. Who wants him? First bid, you got to buy. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, that's what needs to happen. Dude, have you ever looked at a picture of Teddy Sheringham now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Speaking of old, old players, I know many of you do not care, but Teddy Sheringham is probably the English Tom Brady. If you were in a position to Google him, Google Teddy Sheringham, go to his Wikipedia and look at his picture. He looks like slightly <laughs> older Tom Brady, um, <laughs> which is funny to me. Um, okay, so moving on from United, Solskjaer being the savior that he is, um, what else is going on in the world of football? We've got some good transfers uh, on, don't we? Yeah, some good transfers. I mean, some good news for some American players. you got... Uh, Pulisic is going on loan from Dortmund. He'll come over at the end of the year to Chelsea. Uh, very big. Interesting to see how he's going to play and fit into that squad. Hopefully doesn't uh, sit and ride the bench all the time, which I think is my worry for him. Because, you know, right now at Dortmund, he is a player. Right. Um, kind of had an up and down season this season. But uh, but at least he's getting playing time. And I'm, I don't know how much he will fit into that Chelsea squad. But it'll be interesting to see. And, you know, it's definitely a, a challenge for somebody who's arguably going to be the, the best American player. You know, he definitely needs that. Um, and then just really, you know, like we were saying, it's Liverpool's Liverpool's time to shine. Uh, hopefully they they don't mess up somewhere. I mean, for us, hopefully they do so we can talk about it. But <laughs> it looks like they're going to they're going to probably start to pull away from things right now. Um also at Chelsea, Higuain coming in from Juventus. Dude. Is Ronaldo chasing him away? Yeah. So Ronaldo has chased Higuain out of two clubs now. So I think <laughs> Chelsea fans should be thinking that Ronaldo is going to come to them after this. But uh, yeah. I, I think he is a great signing. He's one of those players that you use on FIFA because he just has a rocket and scores from anywhere. Um, yeah. But kind of looking at Chelsea's big picture, you know, with Pulisic coming in, in the summer, potentially, is this just a maybe an underlying tone that we could be watching uh, Eden Hazard kind of drift away? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's definitely it. It's either going to happen this transfer window or in the summer. He's, you know, he's been linked to Real Madrid over and over and over, and he he really wants to to play there. Um, I think he's a fan of the team as, as a young kid and stuff and it sends him back home. So I think that we'll see him leaving there, which I will be a bigger blow to Chelsea than any person they can get in because he has arguably been their best player and kept them in a lot of, lot of games and put them in the position that they are now, you know? So did you know that, uh, so first off, he's going to be the number nine for Chelsea. You know that yeah. Chelsea's number nine comes with a curse. <laughs> no. So the last like five, six, number nines for Chelsea, we can go as far back as uh, Floyd Hasselbank was the end of his career there uh, as yeah. number nine. Uh, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, forgot he was a person. Hernan Crespo went there for a year, and they pretty much got rid of him. Um, they, yeah, they got him, put him out on loan, and then they got rid of him. Uh, and then you got. It keeps going, but the other big was it uh, Torres number yeah. nine? Franco De Santo, uh, oh. same thing. They put him out on loan to Blackburn Rovers. It was when the Rovers were somewhat respectable. Um, Falcao, yeah, Falcao. 
Fernando Torres, and uh, Murata. Oh, my God. So I'm so excited to see how this plays out because yeah. literally all of them have just gone there and just done terrible. I think Torres is probably my favorite story. That's, uh, I, I hated that because he was so good at Liverpool. He was <laughs> like, unreal. Yeah. He was like the best player to like just disappear. He's a weird guy, too. You know he's got Elvish tattooed on his forearm? Like, that is his, strange. Yeah, his tattoos are elvish. Huge um, fan of Lord of the Rings. Like, uh, it's, <laughs> he's trying to. He does that. He used to have that Legolas look. So. <laughs> yeah, but still, man, like <laughs> the ultimate nerd, uh, yeah. Fernando Torres. But he he pretty much died out with a 2012 Champions League, and then he went back to Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was basically the the best thing that uh, Chelsea got him for was that Champions League goal that Gary Neville had a stroke over. So, <laughs> still, still recovering from that. So, yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I wonder. I'm gonna do some research on Torres. I'm gonna try and get him on the show. Wonder what he's doing in his <laughs> life. He's probably got nothing better to do. Um, probably. But let's see if he, so if Iguain kind of follows suit there. I do like Iguain. I think he's a strong player. He is, um, you know, physical on the ball. I don't know what what the plan will be for for him. And same with Pulisic. I, I don't see Pulisic playing as long as Eden Hazard's there. Um, Chelsea yeah. are known to have like lim- to limit their center mids and their midfielders kind of playing time. So that'll be interesting. Um, dude, you know who's unreal right now? What's that? Uh, my boy. Our boy, the guy from the World Cup, we were all excited about. Everyone was like, eh, I don't know if I believe it or not. But um, Martial. Yeah. Martial's playing well right now. Um, but, like, just doesn't get the minutes still, but it just goes and scores. Every time he plays, he scores. Um, yeah. And then everyone's talking about, you know, our other favorite person um, who's just been – unstoppable really I, I don't know how to describe him other than Marcus Rashford is just yeah. a freaking animal man <laughs> like yeah he's you know it makes you think what would have happened in the World Cup if they would have played him the whole time and I know the World Cup has come and gone but they're they're looking good I think United's real strength is also uh Victor Lindelof is a strong center yeah. back and it's been a while since they had you know a solid guy at the back kind of Make yep. things happen. Um, what are you excited for this week? Uh, just to, to see all the other transfers that come in. Uh, always yeah. an exciting time. Uh, you've also got, you know, coming up, Newcastle playing Tottenham. Arguably going to be another a world world beating game. Um, Man United, Leicester, and then City Arsenal. Hoping that uh, City drops some more points. You know, Arsenal yeah. have been winning. We have one of those teams we didn't talk about today, but, you know, they've been kind of quietly. They've just had this weird season, I feel like, where they've been good, but they just has not been in a good fashion, I guess, not yeah. in an exciting fashion. You know, if you're an Arsenal fan, you're probably, you know, you're pleased with the way your new manager is going and the, and the team seems to be playing very well. It's just you're just kind of sitting there. You know? It's exciting stuff going on, man. Like, we got a competitive league and- um, yeah. Tottenham Newcastle. I think you guys are playing Tottenham at the best time 
you possibly could. Granted, it's on the road. That, are they in their new stadium yet? No, not yet. <laughs> Still not in the stadium. But it is yep. a good time to be playing Newcastle or Tottenham because Tottenham are carrying so many injuries. And Trippier had the shank of the week yeah. last week. <laughs> With the PK that just kept going left. I think yep. it's still going left. Um, so I think, yeah, I think you guys actually, I don't think you're favored there. I think you guys could pull off a draw. I'm hoping Man City, Arsenal ends in everyone taking just one point. So United can kind of get keep keep catching them. I need, yep. you know, Liverpool to trip and fall. But I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I'd, it'd be a... a quite the fall for them. I mean, they, yeah. they're going to have to drop probably three or four games to realistically, you know, yeah. fall to a point where Man City can catch back up. But you never know the way Man United are playing. Maybe they'll be rocketed back up to the top. Yeah. Yeah, probably not, but we can dream, right? <laughs> you can always dream, right? <laughs> right. In this case, they're going to win the World Cup. Um, yeah. All right. Let's do some rapid fire, and then we will wrap it up for today. All right. So we're well. Well, let's start off with that uh, Newcastle versus Tottenham game. I'm going to go ahead and say Newcastle are going to do the unthinkable two weeks in a row. Newcastle. Yeah. Why not? We're we're sitting pretty now. We might as well keep it going. Uh, Everton Wolves. That is going to be a boring draw. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Actually, I'll give Everton like a two-one. Uh, Chelsea over Huddersfield. 1 0 Chelsea. <laughs> 4 0 Chelsea. Brighton <laughs> Watford. <laughs> um, I think Watford are going to edge on that one. Yeah, I see this one in a tie. Uh, Burnley Southampton. Joe Hart to concede. I don't know. I think Southampton are going to upset them. Yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is a game that we were talking about that mini league. I, I kind of see Burnley just having enough to. to Keep themselves, give themselves a distance. Uh, Crystal Palace, Fulham. Uh, I'm gonna go like a three-two Crystal Palace. Yeah, this is another another game. You know, Fulham's gonna concede too. So, yeah, Crystal Palace over them. Uh, Cardiff City, Bournemouth. Draw. Yeah. The games I don't care about, I just enjoy. <laughs> uh, Leicester City, Man United. I think Man United are gonna pull it out. It's gonna be you know like a two-nil win. Yep, early on a Sunday morning, keep the streak going. Uh, City Arsenal, game of the weekend. Oof. I think uh, the only thing is, is it's at Man City. Um, and maybe, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a draw. You think so? Yeah. I think it's going to yeah, be I mean, a good the, game, but I think it's yeah. going to be both teams don't want to go down. Yeah, it, it's always one of those those games against build is great. And then it, it never really ends up. Uh, I see city winning. Um, and then West Ham, Liverpool will wrap it up. I think West Ham should just stay home and Liverpool will probably bring four or five goals. Yeah. Yeah. I think Liverpool are looking to pull ahead and I think they're going to do it. So Liverpool win for me. Yeah, absolutely. So another exciting week as the transfer window comes through then. Um, Alex, uh, you know who else is back? Who's that? We're back. That's right. 100%. So you need to follow us on you know, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, The Works. Uh, hit yes. us up, like us, share us. And then also, if you haven't given us five stars already, 
you're kind of a jerk, but give us five stars. Yeah, do it while you're in the morning. You're waiting for your coffee. Just go in the app. Just give us five stars. You can. I don't really care what you put in the comments. You could tell us we suck. Just give us five stars. That's all we care right. about. And, and real quick, for those of you that don't drink coffee, you're a psychopath. <laughs> drink coffee. Yeah. yeah. Do, do the world a favor. Wake yourself up in the morning. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> listen to us. It's Breakfast Champions. That's right. All right, guys. All right, guys. Appreciate we'll you. Talk to you soon.